Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Howdy, folks. Welcome back. It's a jam-packed Thursday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Jastrzemski right here on The Fan, and I am so fired up to welcome in our next guest. And I got to be honest, I have missed... Being in my car, being in the backyard, driving home from the golf course, and this beautiful, sultry voice is not calling the New York Yankees. So without further ado, we welcome in the icon, the great John Sterling. John, what's happening, my brother? How are you? Well, John, I'm fine. Um, I love being on with you because I'll never forget your name. So, I was going to say it um, always helps, right? JJ. That's what I always say, John. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid, you know? You know, um, actually, in, in Atlanta, I went out with a wonderful girl, a wonderful girl, and uh, she was JJ as well. So it's a, it's a very nice memory for me. You know, I tell all my friends and family, and I call different people every day because I have, frankly, nothing else to do. Um, if we don't get the virus, we've won. So that's that's the key thing. And um, so myself, my family, we're all uh, more than okay. We'd like to get on with our lives. I can't wait for this thing to be over. Uh, But it's not over. And, you know, obviously this is the weirdest year of our lives. And I'm going to add another birthday on Saturday. So I've been at it a long time. happy birthday, might I add. Anytime (laughs) you think July 4th, it's George Steinberg and John Sterling in America, for that matter. (laughs) And a few others, but... Kevin Kernan of used to be of the post. Wow, and, Kevin um, Kernan's the July Fourth birthday. I and, did not know that. And Peter Angelos, the uh, the Orioles owner. Anyway, um, I think we all have to work as hard as we can to stay well and be safe. And um, eventually, we're going to get over this thing and get on with our lives. Now, John, as a guy who is usually in the grind, I mean, you're usually three, three and a half, four months into a baseball season, getting a sense for what the Yankees are going to look like in a year-in, year-out basis. For you personally, I'm very, very curious, what has been the saving grace for you in getting through these days where we don't have baseball watch? Well, I don't know. The saving grace is, you know, when you go outside, wear a mask and gloves, which I – 
which I do. Um, now I, I get bothered when I see people on the street without a mask, because the only way we're going to stop this thing until there's a, um, a, va- a vaccine or, or medicine is to stop the spread of the of the virus. Listen, I don't want to. I don't think your people listening to your show want to hear all this nonsense about virus. Everybody says the same thing all the time, and as we wait for a vaccine. Um, anyway, um, how is it not doing the Yankees? It's kind of painful. You know, that's what I do. I make every game. I have made every game until last summer. I took four days off, starting in um, 81 with the Hawks in Atlanta. And let's say the first game was on, I, I don't know when it was, but let's say it was November 3rd. 81. Uh, and until I took four days off last summer, I had made every game with the Hawks and the Braves and the Yankees. And then the, you know, the, the little football or basketball games I did for yes. And the few times I filled in on the nets, but anyway, so let's face it. I, I make games and here I have no games to make. And, uh, and I also think that we're going to see some very different things go on in all these sports. Uh, John, I don't have any idea how they're going to play football. Honestly, I don't. No, it's crazy. I mean, think about it, John. We're talking basketball. It's a contact sport. Hockey's a contact sport. Right, right. Football, forget it. I mean, there's no social distancing when you're blocking at the line of scrimmage and you're calling out yeah. signals and you're spitting on one another. I mean, it's going to be very, very difficult. So baseball specifically, when you found out about a week ago, 60 or so game season, what was your initial reaction? Well, I'm sorry they didn't get together. It's very wrong, very, very wrong, that they couldn't figure out a way to share an $11 billion business. So I'm I'm sorry that um, they didn't agree, and we could have had the 60 or 70 games and then, since they were they were going to have 16 teams in the playoff, John, I thought it was going to be fabulous for baseball. Have a whole month of nothing but playoff games. And if you have eight teams in each league, then you have quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, and then the World Series. And I thought that would be great for baseball. So I'm sorry they didn't do it. But I will say, once they begin all these sports, the uh, the testing has to be so widespread and so continuous. You know, if they find someone who um, tests positively, that person or persons have to be quarantined. And that's about the only way they'll be able to play their seasons. As far as someone who feeds off the energy of Yankee Stadium, and there's no doubt in my mind, John, when I hear you call a game and it's a big game, you feed off that crowd's energy, and it's a great compliment to you and what kind of broadcaster you are. But now you'll be in these ballparks, and there's going to be nobody there for these first couple of months. Is that going to be a major, major adjustment for you, or is it the crack of the bat, the players on the field? Like, for you mentally, uh, are you going to have to make an adjustment calling a game with nobody there? Well, until I do it, I won't know it, but I think you raise very uh, many good points. For one thing, I use the crowd noise. So um, I, it's tough to do it ad lib on this phone, 
but I let the crowd noise fill in, and then I come back and uh, maybe reset the play. So that's going to be tough. And, and by the way, one other thing's going to be tough, it's even tougher, and that is when we do the away games from a monitor. Whether we do them at Yankee Stadium or whether we do them in a, in a studio in Stanford at Yes, um, you know, I have to admit, I haven't done a, a baseball game working off a monitor. <laughs> so uh, that'll be a little bit tough. And if the camera doesn't follow the ball perfectly, you know, you're in a lot of trouble because you're dependent on the camera. So, But all, all of those things can be done and will be done. I have a great partner in Susan. I myself am a, a very verbal person, so I don't. Uh, I, I think we'll be able to figure a way how to do it. And uh, but is it ideal? Well, of course not. Is, is life ideal? No. You can't, you can't go out. You can't go to a restaurant, meet your friends and family, yada yada yada. So, if, you know, 125,000 people have died in this country, and there are you know, whatever the number is, 30 million people out of work. So let's face it, uh, this virus has done uh, a job in the world. You know, we really should be united because this really is a world war because the virus can strike anyone in in any corner of the world. And um, maybe something good will come out of this, maybe. Yeah, I'm hoping. And, you know, John, you hit on something here. With the way this country is fractured, Baseball, in many ways, I mean, you were around the Yankees in 2001, and I understand it's drastically different. It's an invisible enemy, so it's almost impossible to compare to the tragic terrorist attacks. Right. But you know full well how important it was. I mean, I I, li- I grew up on Staten Island, New York. My, my borough was decimated after September 11th, and for mm-hmm. the firefighters there, for the people who worked in those buildings, having the Yankees back and having the Yankees playing – it brought that sense of normalcy to a whole lot of people's lives. Do you believe that coming back, and I know it's risky, and I know they got to go through a lot of moving parts. They got to jump through hoops. It's complicated stuff. But I do buy this idea, John, that coming back will be a good thing for a whole lot of people. I buy that. Well, I think so. I think if you're, uh, obviously, if you're a baseball fan, it will bring um, a touch of normalcy, just a touch in your life. And, um, I can't wait for it to happen. And I hope it is successful. And as I said, this isn't very original, but boy, the testing has to be awfully good and awfully widespread, you know, on really a daily basis. It's very, very tough. You know, one thing, John, we're not doing the road games. We're doing the road games, but we're not doing them on the road. And, um, I don't know how it'll work. And I'll give you an example. On the Yankee Charter, every seat is taken. And um, if you're you're sitting next to someone, what are you? What are you? Eight inches away? Easily, you 12, know twelve inches away. And that's a nice airplane, might I add, John? That's a high quality airplane that Yankee Charter. Right, but as I say, every every seat is taken. So is that going to make a difference? They have to test to make sure that no one who's positive you know, gets on that plane or goes into that, into that clubhouse. So, um, there, you know, I always tell people I have a hundred questions. I just don't have any answers. <laughs> so I, I think to use the, uh, the old, uh, TV show, we're going to have to do this thing one day at a time. 
I ain't kidding. We got the legendary voice of the New York Yankees, John Sterling. He joins us here on The Fan. And, you know, John, on a baseball front, what I've missed so much, and listen, we know the Yankees coming off a spectacular year. We know how many terrific players they have. But I was really fired up for the idea of having a guy who could take the ball every fifth day, who's one of the best in all baseball in Garrett Cole. And whenever we do get this baby started, I'm sure you're all fired up to see what Garrett Cole is going to do in a Yankee uniform. Well, as you know, John, the, the first game is against the Washington Nationals, the, the World Series champs. It will be a national telecast, of course. And it'll be Garrett Cole against Max Scherzer. Now, that's a pretty good way to start off. That's a get-your-popcorn-ready type of game. That's a John Sterling type of game right there. Yeah. Yeah, that will be fabulous. Um, As far as looking at the Yankee team, boy, they have an awfully good team. All they need is to be healthy, and I think they have the best team in baseball. But you have to do it on the field, of course. And, And also, you have to stay healthy. And let's face it. Gary Sanchez and Aaron Judge and Giancarlo and and Aaron Hicks, among others, have not only been injured, but have missed, you know, 40, 50 games. You miss 40, 50 games now, you don't play at all in the season. Now, the Yankees are so deep. Brian Cashman has done such a phenomenal job of building this roster that even if uh, people like Judge or um, or Giancarlo are injured. Um, they say Hicks is coming back. You know, you can still play Clint Frazier and Mike Tockman and obviously Brett Gardner. And, you know, you you'd still and uh, Miguel Andujar can play left field. So you still would have um, um, a very good team. You know what I'd love to see, and I think any Yankee fan would, I'd like to see all these guys be healthy for a full season. What a season. concept. My goodness. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun, John? My go- Last year, and, and, the amount of and, injuries they had and to win as many games as they did right. is truly remarkable. It really Two was. years in a row. Two, it tells you how good Aaron Boone is. Two years in a row, they won, I guess, 100 two years ago and 103 last year. So even if they all were healthy, they wouldn't win a whole heck of a lot more. But anyway, I would like to see this team stay healthy and um what's going to happen in the short season i am along with everyone else i have no idea but next year 2021 i'd like to see the yankees play with their whole team healthy and you know see what happens the full deck and john being around the yankees as long as you've been around the yankees is it fair to say dj lemayu and masahiro tanaka or two guys that would have fit in seamlessly with those late 90s teams. They're clutch. They know how to win. I mean, LeMayu couldn't do anything wrong last year. Tanaka's got, like, that big game ability that Wells and El Duque used to have. You know, I watch those guys, and I'm like, man, they'd fit in with those 90s teams, no problem. Well, no question about it. And I thought the year that that DJ had was truly, truly spectacular. Um uh, it, when your leadoff hitter <laughs> drives in a hundred, your leadoff hitter drives in 102 runs and hits whatever he did, 26 home runs, I think, and and hits about 325. And that's only one side of DJ. The other side, last year, he played three different positions: third, second, and first. 
and he played them all brilliantly. I mean, he is uh, uh, a clinic. And you could look at the way he feels, the way he throws it. Anyway, he uh, that was one of the greatest moves that, that Cash ever made. And I agree with you also about Tanaka. Um, a winner and a guy who really cares and really works at it. And, um, hey, they have an awfully good team. If you have Garrett Cole and when he comes back from his Tommy John, Luis Severino and Masahiro and James Paxton and Domingo Herman. Oh, you're not, you're, now you're talking about something, right? And then you look at all the kid pitchers and you look at the Cesses and the Loisagas and the five guys at the end of the game. You know, I saw a stat. You want to hear a great stat? Always. And you yeah, know, always. I'm not a stat person. I, in fact, I'm the last of, of the stat people. Uh, but uh, I saw this watching one of the old games, which is all you could watch now, right? Old games. You know, last year, I mentioned the five at the end of the game. Uh, Chad Green, Tommy Canely, Adam Ottavino, Zach Britton, and, uh, and Chappie. And when the Yankees had the lead after seven innings, uh, they were 99 and two. <laughs> I mean, is that good enough for you? So it's quite a ball club. And first of all, I'd like to see uh, us defeat this virus, get back with our lives, and then hopefully have that team healthy for a whole year. You mentioned the old games, John, and I love you and Susan going through it. You guys had so many people on over three or four weeks. Is there one particular game that, like, when you were going back talking about it, gave you those goosebumps? Like, you've called so many great ones over the years, from 96 to the Subway Series to, you know, the Aaron Boone game, you name it. But going through a bunch of those games, is there one above all, John, that stands out? Well, that's very – I can't do that. I'm, I'm asked that all the time. Well, what's the one game – you know, I, I can give you uh, – 1996 was our favorite year, Susan's and mine. Uh, first of all, they hired a buddy of mine, Joe Torrey, to be manager. And the team, as you know, wasn't expected to do anything. And they had a two-game series in Baltimore on the final day of April and the first day of May. Uh, two of the longest games in the history of baseball. And the Yankees won them both. And you know what? They never were out of first place for the whole year. So uh, there's so many games. and um, But I come back to the three games in Atlanta. Yankees, as, well, I'm not telling you anything. You're a Yankee fan. You know this. Yankees are down 0-2. You know, 96 is what, 24 years ago. I'm not going to ask you your age. No, I'll give it to you, John. I'm 32. I was eight years we old. We were eight years old. Oh, my God. Remember, John, is, but I vividly remember all the moments, all the games. You tell me, you know, the ball dropping in front of Jermaine Dye in game four. Right. It's three-run homer. Or how about Polonia in game five fouling off pitch after pitch after pitch. And I still, give for the life a... of me, don't know how Polonia caught that ball in right field. I really don't well, know. I'm gonna... I'm going to give you two stories. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll give you two stories, and you'll love it. And it will frame that fifth game. The fourth game was, I think, the best game I've ever. I'll tell you about that. I'll give you a story about that, too. But about the Polonia at bat, for people who are listening and don't remember, 
The Yankees are up one nothing in Game 5. The series is tied at two games apiece. Now, if the Yankees lose the game, then they've got to, to go to New York, and they've got to win two games off Greg Maddox and, and Tommy Glavin. So here they are facing Smoltz. They did get a run early in the game on a booming double by Cecil Fielder, who could have won the MVP. He got big hits uh, throughout the playoffs. Anyway, um, Polonia's up with two men on base, two out, bottom of the ninth. Runners are running, obviously, three balls, two strikes, two outs. And Polonia, he must have hit eight balls foul off John Wetland. Bang, bang, bang. And um, Jose Cardinal, the Yankee um, outfield coach, felt that, you know, Polonia's not going to get around and pull the ball down the line against Wetland. So he he moved O'Neill over a couple of steps toward right center. And Polonia, uh, who had a great at-bat, my goodness, what an at-bat, and he hits a bullet to right center. And O'Neill goes back. Now, O'Neill is 6'5", 6'6", and he reaches up, and his outstretched arm is there, and he makes the catch in the in the top of his glove, and the Yankees win the game one nothing. On a bad well, leg, too, John. On a bad well, way, too, I'm, I'm going to go into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so he did. You're right. He had a bad leg. He really did. Um, Polonia said after the game, two words were never spoken. He said, if that ball falls in, I get a three-year contract. You He's know, right about because that. Because the, the runners are running. They would have scored before O'Neill could pick up the ball off the right field wall. They easily would have scored. And Atlanta would have won two to one. Now, in those days, the old days, in the old Atlanta Stadium, they had an inside this. A lot of the the cookie cutter ballparks did. They had a a circular track inside the stadium, and the buses, you know, obviously way before. Um, uh, long before the attack on the world towers and the buses would come right in front of the clubhouse and pick you up and drive out and head toward the airport. So I'm standing there with my wife, Jennifer, with uh, Paul and Neville O'Neill. And, um, you know, we're just making conversation. And I said to Paul, did you have that all the way? And he said to me, no, (laughs) I didn't think I was going to catch it. So those are two stories on that uh, last play, which was, uh, which was just uh, phenomenal. And, um, um, and then uh, the Yankees went on and uh, you can't, uh, you couldn't write a more dramatic story than that year with the Yankees. Um, if you recall, Friday was an off day and it was on that day that Frank Torrey got the heart he was waiting for. Incredible. And yeah, I mean, incredible. And then on Saturday was the sixth game and um, Jimmy Key and company defeated Greg Maddox and Joe Girardi had that triple where you felt the stadium was going to fall apart where the press box was actually shaking uh, when Girardi hit that triple. And the Yankees scored two more runs. That was all they're going to get off Maddox. 
and they win it three to two. John, before we get you out of here, and I can't thank you enough for the time, your home run calls, and I know Joe and Evan had a ton of fun in the afternoon going through a bunch over the years. They're a riot. I mean, there's no other way to say it, John. I can't get enough. There are certain ones, of course, that I like more than others. That goes for anybody. I mean, it's personal preference, personal choice. It's like a ball player, you know, like the favorite players, the guys you don't like nearly as much. So I'm going to ask you all time, and I'm going to ask you right now, your favorite all-time Yankee home run call, any of the players over the years, and then on this current group of Yankees, and you got some doozies. I love the Urshela one. I love downtown goes Frazier. I can't get enough of that. Your favorite all-time Yankee home run call and your favorite with this crop currently. Uh, the favorite one a current, are you asking? Correct. Correct. Oh, boy. You know, these these. It's very tough, you know. <laughs> I it really has you have to... a favorite, John. You know, like you well, did, you it, it, it's got to be one, right? Right. It, 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 uh, but it has to do with how people receive them. It has nothing to do with I like them or not. But I, I would say the very first one, "Burn, Baby, Burn," uh, that opened everything up. That was a good call, and um, uh, a bomb for a Rod and Robbie Cano. Don't you know? So I'm, I'm, you know, they, the, the ones I guess I like the most of the ones that came to me is, um, I'll give you one story, John, uh, a couple of years ago, I didn't have a good home run call for Austin Roman. He didn't a lot of home runs either. And he hit one in Detroit and he's running around the bases. And I don't know why it came to me. Um, I have to call him the home run. I said, Romy, my homie. Love it. Love it. And Austin Powers won, if I'm not mistaken. It's Austin Powers won into Romy is my homie. That's a great one. I'm going to miss that one this year, John. I'll miss well, that Well, anyway, on the, on the flight out of Detroit after the game, obviously people had called Romine. And um, that is one thing about technology today. My in-laws live in Sacramento. And uh, I call a home run. They can hear it in, in the next 10 minutes. It's uh, the technology is just amazing. Anyway, Roman came all the way back to where I uh, sit on the plane, and he grabbed me by the shoulder and leaned in and said, "John, I loved it. Romy, my homie, I loved it." <laughs> so that made me feel very good. So, so um, now current is that what you ask? Current? Yeah, I mean, listen. Well, uh, 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 I'll tell you a guy. Apply, but if you give me a car one, I'll gladly take it. Well, Glaber Day, uh, he loves it. And I can do a whole lot of things with, with Glaber Day. And um, so I, I guess uh, I guess that's, uh, that's done okay. I think you know, one thing I am okay lucky yourself. about, you look at this ball club, and every guy up and down the lineup get at home runs. I was going to say, you get worn out. I mean, when they're playing the <laughs> Orioles, forget about it. You're going to really get the vocal cords to warm up. You know what I mean? Right. John, you're the best, bro. I can't wait to hear you doing Yankee games. I'm glad you and the family are doing well. And quite frankly, it's just great hearing your voice because I got to be honest, I've missed it so much. So stay safe. Can't wait to hear you in less than three weeks or so, God willing, and all the best. Three weeks. Yeah. Well, you and your family stay well. And uh, all the people listening, please stay in, stay well, use the mask and gloves, and somehow we're going to get through this thing. So thank you, John. Appreciate it.
the great John Sterling. We had a lot more of your calls at 877-337-6666. It's JJ After Dark right here on The Fan. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.